It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody and welcome to Beyond the Map, the weekly episodic podcast where we bring you the latest in news, rumors, and everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host, as always, DM, and tonight I am joined by Strada. Hello, hello, and from our humid, warm Sweden. Yeah, humid and warm, and I'm sitting here roasting to death in a hundred and nine. No. That that almost feels like that that Elvis song, you know, in uh, hundred and nine. Yeah, it it sucks. This this weather, this bullshit. Why do I continue to live here? I have no. <laughs> I mean, you used to live on the east coast. Yeah, I think I need to go back and just stay yeah. there. Uh, um, do you know that we have you mentioned what episode number are we? Are we on almost? I don't 400? know. It's a, we're we're getting up there to four hundred. We still got like forty weeks to go or something. Oh, awesome. Or something like that. A um, hmm. little bit of news here. Uh, this has nothing to do with pro wrestling, but a bunch of stuff happened over the week um, that we have to bring to your attention. And if you don't want to listen to it, just skip forward. That's all right. Uh, earlier this week, those of you who don't know him, but listen to this show, under rock. you know, I've been living on a rock. Christopher Lee passed away. Those of you who don't know who Christopher Lee is, he was Dracula. He was Count Dooku. He was. Uh, he did a lot of voice acting. He, the man with the golden gun. Man with the golden gun. He, this guy was everywhere. Christopher Lee is a icon in uh, in film, and I was a little bit shocked that Christopher Lee passed away at ninety one. Yeah. 93. 93. 93 years old. You know, you know the la- before he died, he was working on a, yet another movie and a voiceover. Yeah, he did a lot of voice acting. I mean, at 93, for God's sake. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, um, a lot of, uh, you know, Twitter exploded. You know, a lot of uh, co-workers and actors who worked with him through the years. I mean, Roger Moore said his... Uh, beautiful thing about him, uh, uh, even uh, our um, 
uh, even uh, this, the, the actors from who worked with him in The Man with the Golden Gun, the two Swedish women, you know who those are, one blonde and one brunette. Yeah, that's a James Bond film, folks, for those of you keeping track. Yeah. Uh, but, God, I, know, I forgot, forgot the names, but <laughs> it was Britt Eklund is the is the the the, the blonde one and uh i've forgotten the other na- name uh, she was in octopussy 2 with roger moore anyways yeah. that guy that that guy was very i mean that guy with his voice uh he had like a menacing voice when he did um Sauron in uh, lord of the rings that's I right mean, he was Saruman too yeah Saruman the white I mean, that guy, he could play the villain, the bad guy, to such perfection. He was, oh man, that was a great actor. I don't think he was ever a good guy. No, he never played those parts because he, he said in interviews because he enjoyed playing the bad guy more. Because the freedom, you know, in all of entertainment, when you have playing a bad guy or a heel in wrestling, there's no rules. You could do whatever you want. Good guys are restricted, but not bad guys. Well, bad guys can do whatever they want. Yeah, they I can mean, break the rules. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I was I was taken aback because I'm like, holy crap, seriously? And um, Yeah, I didn't know that guy was over 90 years old. Yeah, I mean, no, I didn't think he was. He was born in 1922. So that is, that is almost, almost, yeah, it's 93 years ago. So, um, yeah, those of you who great actor, and again, those of you that don't know who he is, um, he has been in uh, over a hundred movies. I, I want to say he did like two hundred and six, okay, movies. He was in television from like the fifties up until two thousand eight. He's been in. Uh, He's been in video games. He's done. This guy did everything. I mean, yes. he did voice acting. He did. Uh, he did TV. He did uh, movies. He just. He was just everywhere. He was in Dark did, Shadows too. Yes. Those of you that had to pay. To do, see do you that. agree with me, Dan, that he had a special voice for playing a bad guy? He did. He had that a special voice and a look. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, because he looked menacing because of his stature. I mean, he was not a he was not a tiny guy. I mean, he was he was a, he's a tall man. I mean, uh, you know, in in the man with the golden gun, there's a screen photo which Roger Moore and Sir Christopher Lee are back to back. You know, for a duel, and Roger Moore is six five. And he's not a tiny guy. And no, then he's not. Chris, Christopher Lee towers over him. So I think he, he in uh, I looked up how tall he was. He was this is in uh, he was six seven, so he's one hundred ninety six centimeters long. He's a big dude. <laughs> he he's a very big dude, and I Yeah, he's definitely a very, very big dude. I missed him for the acting because I, f- I thought he killed the Saruman. And you know that he was a. I didn't know that, but because of the DVD extras I had on the Lord of the Rings, the, the extended version, he told me. He told us that he he wanted to play this part more than anything, more than Dracula, because he was a huge J.R.R. Tolkien fan. 
he could he could talk that that um, that language of Mori, uh, the dark language. I mean, the guy was so well versed in that. I mean, he was he was a mark. Uh, Goddamn, he. Mm. I mean, he had to go sometimes. I mean, uh, if you, not a lot of people today that's uh, over ninety that's still walking. Yeah, and again, I was taken aback a little bit, going, "Oh shit, he." He's dead. I was. Uh, yeah. He is the reason why uh, I look at Dracula movies a certain yeah. way. Since I saw him in the Hammer franchise of Dracula, I cannot look at another vampire without going, no, Lee did it better. <laughs> Lee, Lee is the fucking standard, and the fact that you're having people sparkle is just an insult. Just stop it. Yeah. So. He, uh, you know that he was even featured. But they 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 um, they did something with his name. But in the first Castlevania game that came on Nintendo 8-bit, his name this, it's still Dracula at the credits, Christopher B. But yeah. it's Christopher Lee. Yeah, so they everyone couldn't knew. Use the... Yeah, everyone knew who he was. It was that was yeah. a tribute to him. But um, Bella Lugosi. Be- Bella, Lu- yeah, Lugosi. Yeah. <laughs> or however they they spelled it out. Uh, the other bit of news. This just broke out. Uh, earlier this morning, and I just got around to it. This is I'm for all. Dream, th- well, no, we're gonna get to that in a minute. Oh. Uh, those of you that play Nintendo and those of you that play Super Smash Brothers, it has been about ninety nine point nine 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 percent confirmed that Ryu is going to be in Super Smash Brothers. Holy shit! I don't know how, but if that's the case, and Nintendo. Has now rights. Well, obviously they have rights with Capcom because Mega Man is Capcom. So, yeah, let's. Uh, holy shit! I, you know, uh, I that will get me to play again. Speak, speaking of Capcom, and did you know that they Capcom has released a Mega Man uh, Legacy series? So what, what's that like? It, the, the sixth? No, yeah, um, it, it's the first six games of Mega Man before they got to X. You know X. 6, X5, yeah. X4, all the Nintendo games to 1 and 6 in uh, HD, but in 8-bit, you know, they have done something. So they have released like a legacy series that you could buy for PS3 and PS4 and play in 69 screen. Huh. It, that's awesome. I mean, I'm a Mega Man fan and uh, I love the games. I'm more of a Zelda fan, but oh yeah, but, yeah. it's been a while since I played a good Mega Man game. I stopped playing after X Seven, uh, X Six. Okay, because at at that point I was like, you know, they're not doing anything different. <laughs> it's it's, and I know that sounds stupid because Mega Man One through Six is the same fucking game, and then you know with you know a couple of improvements here and there, and then you get to X and, and nothing really yeah. changes. But it was Where, at that everybody. point. It was at that point where I go, you know. It's not really changing. It, it's it, there's nothing there to to keep me coming. So yeah, I, for, uh, for every game in the X series, your that dog Rush or something got a new improvement or a new thing that you can use for every game. That's the only thing that they changed to game to game. The bosses and everything, the it, the same game engine, the same. It was all the same, really. 
The yeah. difference were that they changed from Dr. Wiley to Dr. X and they had another guy. So after Wiley got away from being the bad guy. Well, I think uh, he just died from old age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Mega Man killed him in the end. And he was pushing like 105. Uh, but yeah, that's big news for Nintendo and for Super Smash Brothers. I've got like 14 text messages all about just that, so... Aren't there a tag team called Super Smash Brothers too? Actually, yes, there is. They're in Jakara, Player 1 and 2, and yet they haven't unlocked Player 3. That's going to do it with all the crap uh, that we have to get out of the way, because we have certain things to cover this week, and unfortunately, it's probably going to take up the big chunk of the show, so why don't we get into the news of the week. Those of you that have not been anywhere near the internet, near a television, or even near a radio, you have probably not heard this, because this is all over the place, at least on my part of the world, but on Thursday, June 11th, Dusty Rhodes passed away. While 69 de- years 69 old. years old. While the details are still slim, Figure 4 Weekly Online confirmed that the WWE Hall of Famer had a fall in his Orlando home and was transported to a hospital in the area. From there, his kidneys started shutting down, and he started to get dehydrated. TMZ reports that he fell down on Wednesday morning and was pronounced dead Thursday morning. Officials tell us that emergency personnel responded to Dusty's home at 5.56 in the morning, Wednesday morning, after getting a call reporting the 69-year-old male had taken a fall. We're told Dusty's immediate family raced by his side as soon as he was learned that he was in the hospital. Dusty suffered numerous complications throughout the night, which ultimately proved fatal. Dustin Rhodes wrote the following message on Facebook. Yesterday, my father passed away with his four children, my daughter, and his wife of 38 years. He was a hero and the greatest father in the world. He is the reason why I am who I am today. He taught me so many lessons in life. He had one thing that he wanted, and that was to be forever young. Now he is. He's now dancing with the angels in heaven. He was my mentor, he my hero, and a dad that I strive to be like. I love you, Dad. Thank you for all the overwhelming amount of love and support. He would have been on Cloud9 with us. Thank you all, Dustin Reynolds. And as far as the funeral goes, there's been no word on... I heard that Ric Flair is Oh yeah, there's uh, that, that's all in here. Um, yeah, I heard that. There's no word. Gonna... There's no word on the funeral, but chances are they're going to keep it very private. Ric Flair, Mick Foley, Hulk Hogan, Arn Anderson, Triple H, Rick Steamboat, uh, Blackjack Mulligan, uh, Satan, uh, God, everyone that you can think of has commented on this, and I'm not going to go through every fucking tweet and every... Even, even, even if sorry to cut you off, Tim, even, um, even Kevin Steen wrote a nice thing on... Uh, yeah, I'm on everyone from the, from, the, from the top of the top to the lowest of the low all commented on this, and all you got to do is just go to any wrestling forum, and it's there. And you can see all their comments and all that, but... 60... What? Nine years old, he is five. One year shy of 70. I mean, my my dad is 75 soon. So, I mean, uh, uh, that's creepy. I was at work when this happened. I had just finished work. We had just finished lunch, and I sat down at my desk, and I'm like, come and have some lunch, and I get this on my phone, (laughs) and I'm all... Your your bat phone. (laughs) 
well, yeah, and I go, bzz, 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 and I go, oh, that's different. And I, uh, I scroll to it, and it's my fiance, and she goes, um, Dusty Rhodes passed away. And I'm all, bullshit, he didn't pass away, that, fuck that. So I, I start, and as soon as she sent that, I get seven text messages. That seven turned. That seven turned to fourteen. That fourteen turned to twenty-eight. Little by little, within two minutes, within two minutes of that first text message, I did all the research I could. Dusty Rhodes was dead, and this was not a hoax. I was in. I was in shock. You said to me that you called this. I called this two, three months ago. When yeah, you know that we. You know, you and me, we both talked about. You know, we remember him as the the fat man. I mean, the the, the jolly Dusty Rhodes. I mean, he looked look skinnier that, than Stardust. Yeah, um, he, he looked tired. He looked. He wasn't that happy-go-lucky guy. I mean, he looked like he was depraved. He looked skinny. He looked. He looked sick and ill. I mean, uh, I thought he had cancer at some point. Here's the thing. I remember years ago. They, I forget what event it was, but they were talking about all the legends, and they were all sitting at ringside. The last yeah. guy they introduced was Gorilla Monsoon, and I go, that's Gorilla Monsoon? <laughs> There's no way that's Gorilla Monsoon. And when I saw Dusty come into the screen talking to Stardust, I go, that's not Dusty Rhodes. Oh, no, no. I mean, he looked like he lost like 800 pounds. I mean, the guy looked horrible, and, and that's not insulting Dusty Rhodes whatsoever. That's not, you know bashing but again he looked old like okay. really old and really sick and i called it three months ago and i says he might be on his way out or someone give him like a pizza or something and put some color and that was just a joke and then three months later he's dead and mm-hmm. again what, what, totally what your... so, totally so, this took me totally off guard my entire day from that point on was just done it was like well that's it i'm I can't continue because um, I'm an old, long-time wrestling fan, and Dusty Rhodes is one of those guys that you just go, shit, how the hell is Hogan still around? <laughs> okay, that's unfair. I mean, uh, what, what is your... Uh, how should I put it? What do you remember about Dusty? What is, what is Don't I remember about Dusty? Dusty? His feud with Flair, his feud with... Um, with uh, Randy Savage's feud with the NWO, baby, and then becoming a member for a day and then going back and... His uh, promos. His, his promos, his wrestling style, his, his DVD, just the dusty finishes and his psychology and everything. And, but they truly lost someone great in the pro wrestling industry. And I, after about an hour, I said, oh, shit, who's going to take you care kn- of NXT now? Oh, yeah. You know... You know what I liked about Dusty? I mean, uh, as, uh, he was a great in-ring worker for his size. He was not slow by any means. No, definitely uh, a worker. Yeah, and his promos captivated me because back in the day, the promos were so important because the promos was meant to sell you to buy a ticket and attend the arena and watch the pay-per-view or the show. He could really talk the crowd into coming, you know, uh, you know, his uh, many impression on oh, Anderson, baby, I'm going to destroy you at the Omni. Be there or be square, baby. You know, and people bought the ticket. He's going to fuck up on Anderson. We want to see that. He's going to try. I mean, th- yeah, but that that's, you know, that was the, the thing in the 80s. You know, I, you know, I'm a big, big NWA buff. I love the matches. It was hard hitting. It was smash mouth. It was wrestling. 
and the promos. I mean, that was wrestling gold, man. Back in day, back in the days with the Flair and the Four Horsemen and Dusty, Fat Dusty Rhodes, uh, Magnum TA. Uh, I mean, that's something you don't. I mean, um, that's something you really like. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan. Oh yeah, and that's. Or am I wrong? Oh, no, you you totally remember all that stuff, and uh, yeah, and I think. Um, I would I mean, not the World be warriors, it's etc etc etc. I personally believe and I got this question asked oh, I don't know, 50 60 70 times. Um, those of you that sent text messages via my Facebook page or via on our uh, Scyther podcast Facebook page or just knowing my cell phone number. Um, I answered this question a thousand times um I don't know what they're going to do. They are definitely going to mention something tomorrow at the pay-per-view. Yeah, it's going to be on the pay-per-view, and they're going to I agree. I think that certainly, most most certainly, on Raw, they're going to have everybody, you know, on the entranceway and have like a 10-bell salute for him. And... uh, I'm gonna. I'm having the feeling about the same sad thing, you know, when uh, Eddie Guerrero passed away. This ain't gonna be any dry eyes there. It's gonna be very tough, I think. But the show must go on, and um, as Vince McMahon so eloquently put it, but it's gonna be tough for NXT because he was he. he always said that Kevin Steen said that in his nice uh, little membrane he wrote that. Dusty used to call us the his NXT kids, and uh, and NXT and Dusty with Triple H and the right. I mean that that was the strong bond that made that that made NXT so good that it is, because Dusty had Dusty as an agent and a writer had many fingers in what's happening. Yeah, I wonder who's going to take his spot. I wouldn't be. Oh, surprised. it's going to be tough. Oh man, oh man. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Uh... <sighs> they could call. Jo- they could call Jake the Jake the Snake. Oh, they ain't going to call him because that would make sense. Um, <laughs> no, they'll probably call Arn up or Rick Steamboat or uh, someone who actually knows what they're fucking doing. To... Yeah, can Can Arn Anderson do some good in NXT? I'm sure he could. I mean, they might even throw Billy Kidman in there because I know he's an agent. They may, yeah, they have. Uh, they may put Jamie Jim Noble Jacobs. in there. They may put Jamie. Jimmy Jacobs in there. I mean, it's it's going to be a tough spot to fill. I'm almost positive the Stardust character is dead. Yeah, at this he's point, going back it, to Cody now. Yeah, it is going to be done. They, he might just do a couple of match blow offs and just lose his mind and go, no, Cody's back and just and just be done with it. I would not yeah. be surprised if. And this is me just thinking outside the box. I would not be surprised if WWE said, you know what? We don't need Kane to be in Money in the Bank. We'll find some loophole. We're going to throw Cody in there, and Cody wins Money in the Bank. That ain't going to happen, but if they did it, I would not be surprised, and that would be a real classy thing to do. Don't say that Cody has to win uh, the title. Just let him win Money in the Bank for his dad. That That would do it. That, that then that would make this pay per view actually mean something, mm. you know. Uh, 
yeah, again, very shocked that uh, Dusty Rhodes passed away at only 69. I go, shit, he's young. Yeah. I'm happy right there. It was not a, like a typical wrestling star death, you know, alcohol or like Alex is here. Yes. I believe Alex has just joined the call. He will be joining the call in... From Florida. <laughs> from Florida. Ah, yeah, we're going to get his comments here in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. You uh, just bear with us here. That's why everything is recorded. Yeah. Everything happens when you're live. Or anything can happen. Well, there's a reason why we're not live anymore, because, you know, we tend to drop things on the ball, but... <laughs> Yeah, we are waiting for uh, for Alex to pick up here. You, you know that uh, the, the the art of I want to mention about when we're talking about Dusty, that generation that who could talk on the mic, you know, without having the dear light, you know, the eyes sticking out like holy shit, what I'm gonna say now, you know, th- they could talk for some reason without a script. How come that they were so good on the mic? I mean, Flair. That's just the way they were. It's just the way they were raised. They knew that they had TV and they had to be personalities, and that is exactly what they did. Now, doesn't matter if they're personalities or not. People are gonna watch. But uh, that's here nor there. I'm not getting into that discussion because I got into that discussion way too much last week. But don't uh, you agree that we need the personalities back? Oh, we definitely need personalities, and I think NXT is again where where it is, and that's a whole other story for a whole other time. Yeah, we uh, could talk on that. Well, on we're, we're, show. we're waiting for Alex to pick up. Until then, we're going to go past Dusty Roads and get into the rest of the news because there, again, there really, <laughs> there really isn't much. Because after that happened, there's really no point. Uh, but Steve Austin, Steve Austin. Steve Austin downplayed speculation that the match between Brock Lesnar and himself would take place in next year's WrestleMania 32 event. Austin said that he was not trying to set up a match with Paul Heyman on recent WWE Network podcasts. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter claims that the match won't be happening because of issues between Austin and Vince. Vince was also not happy with how the podcast ended because Austin versus Lesnar is not in the current plan. Vince didn't know they were going to go that direction beforehand and felt that they were creating interest in a match that not only was he not going to be able to deliver, but it would be difficult to impossible to deliver anything that could be as big. Yeah, Ab- and he met, he said, like, Texas Stadium, Texas Deathmatch. And Paul Heyman said, what? <laughs> After the podcast, McMahon and Austin had some sort of discussion where McMahon wanted the story to go away as quickly and quietly as possible, with Austin addressing it once and then moving on. Remember last week, ladies and gentlemen, when a, uh, a report came out and a certain journalist uh, said that, no, this match is definitely going to happen, and WWE wouldn't put something like that out there just to create internet you know, stirrings, because that would just be wrong. And here we are, a week later, and there's this story right here that totally debunks everything that happened. There is not going to be a Lesnar match. WWE technically didn't do it, but the match wasn't going to happen in the first place. Therefore, Mr. Journalist who reported that it was going to happen. Once again, you're wrong. I know you're not going to listen to this show, and that's okay, because I don't care. His name does not have to to be mentioned, because if you listen to the show, you know, you people out there know who he is. Dave Meltzer. (coughs) Meltzer! 
Don't listen to a goddamn word that that motherfucker says because everything he says is bullshit and a lie. And once again, I proved him wrong and said that the match was not going to happen. He is wrong and he needs to go the fuck away. Austin Rock is not going to happen. And I think anyone knew it wasn't going to happen because Austin's 50 years old, takes Viagra, and has a bad neck. Come on. Yeah. Stop. Hi, Alex. (laughs) Howdy. Speaking of Texas, what's up? Uh, it's it's good to be back in Texas. I was in Florida for a week or so. A little closer to the mic, barely hear you. But yeah, why did you go to Florida? Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me uh, see if I can fix that. I have it I have it turned down real far because it's loud on mumble and. Oh. Let me just uh. Let me see. Alright, is this better? Hello, now, oh, we yeah. got a, now we got a buzz effect. And I can hear myself. Uh, let me put it on half. Technical Tell difficulties me. here, ladies and gentlemen. Is this, is this good right here? I have it on... Hello? Hello! Yeah. How is it now? Yeah, now I think everything sh- should be okay. Okay. Um. So... Alex, what is your take on Christopher Lee's passing, at Sir Christopher Lee and Dusty Rhodes? Dude, that sucks, man. That's fucking bullshit. I mean, I was I was more. It's strange. I, I should have been more sad about Christopher Lee, but I, it was Dusty Rhodes that 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 got me, man. Well, because it's wrestling, so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was, you know, Dusty's a legend. I mean. I mean, I know he didn't, I mean, like on WWE television, he didn't do nearly as much, but um, outside of WWE, he was like Ric Flair level, you know, he was a, he was a fucking legend. He was, he was heavily, he, heavily backstage, uh, put, uh, put his finger to many finishers, <clears throat> he was a Finnish guy, Dusty. So he had the input on the finishes, uh, on the matches in WWE yeah, and, he, and, he and NXT. Yeah, he stuck with the company to the day he died, and and um, he helped everybody in NXT and at the Performance Center and just uh, every pretty much everybody. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him. Everybody talks about Dusty like he was the best, and a lot of the younger guys all they all mention Dusty and do a Dusty impression. Because you know they want to, they they talk about how he always helped all of them when they're coming up. Like Bray Wyatt's mentioned him, uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, uh, just all the all the guys that started in NXT have mentioned how Dusty was a huge uh, huge deal in in helping them. But yeah, man, that sucks. I mean, I was like. My my uh, friend just got into wrestling, and my other friend doesn't watch wrestling, but he kind of like hears wrestling news. He told he told him that Dusty Rosa died, and I walked in, and I, it didn't even sink in immediately. I just saw the 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 name or the how old he was, and I was like, oh hey, that's how that's how old my dad is, and um and I didn't even think about the fact that it said Dusty Rhodes, and I was like I was just sitting there, and I was like, wait a second. Dusty Rhodes? What the fuck? 
and I just lost it. I was like, whoa, no way. God, this is going to be awful on on his kids. Now, me and Strata agree that Stardust is now dead. They're going to scrap that character and just let Cody be Cody. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. That's what I've been thinking all week. And, um... <clears throat> yeah. Because, uh... I don't, I don't want to say he gets a push because of his death. That's just... But he probably he, he will. Yeah, it might be time. I mean, honestly, Cody's been there long enough. It's time to give him the push he deserves. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's a surprise entrant in Money in the Bank. At least let him win Money in the Bank to make the fans happy. You know what I mean? It, Just it, at it, least let him this, do that. Doesn't this re- resemblance something with, you know, when uh, when Eddie died and Ray got the push or something? Exactly. If they'll do it for Eddie Guerrero and Ray Mysterio wasn't even his fucking blood, they got to do something with Cody. I mean, come on. Something. They doesn't, don't, don't have to make him world champion. Just give him something. Like... A, a good moment or, or good feeling about it. Yeah, like make him champion of the world or something. I don't know. Not the world champion, just champion of the world. There's a difference. Don't know why, but there is a difference. I would love to see him win the money in the bank and turn him face. Ben, I would... Uh, I was just going to say the other thing. Christopher Lee, that's like... Yeah. Wow. He goes way back and he's... Damn, that's that's... That's a loss. And it's like, I was like, well, there goes another guy who worked on Kingdom Hearts that's dead. Uh, that's three three in a, well, not three in a row, but the guy who, who uh, Wayne All Wayne, the voice of Mickey, died, um, I want to say, four or five years ago. And uh, <coughs> Leonard Nimoy, who was the voice of the main villain, he died. And uh, and then you had a one of the good guys was very important voiced by you know, Christopher Lee I'm, now he's dead you know res, uh, celebrities always dies in free so now we had first Christopher, Sir Christopher Lee now we had a wrestling legend uh, a household name uh, Dusty Rhodes well I heard some actor director from the UK died but it doesn't ring your oh. yeah I've heard I've, yeah there were a couple of people that mentioned some other people died this week but, uh, okay, I mean they always they always drop him free for some strange reason. <coughs> it's just just the way it is, I guess. But that's the whole Dusty Rhodes thing, and we commented on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, since we're still on the subject of death, last week on Impact Wrestling, fans witnessed James Storm. I wish I was making this up, ladies and gentlemen. I I really wish I was. Fans witness James Storm lure Mickey James onto a train platform and bump her off the ledge, presumably onto the tracks. This apparently was an effort to write James off of television for the foreseeable future. James has a series of autograph sessions that clashed with the next set of tapings, and she will be appearing at the Miami Supercon from June 25th through the 28th. While this next set of tapings for Slammiversary take place the 24th through the 28th. There's a lot of uncertainty around her future right now. And with Dave Meltzer <laughs> stating that she won't be around for a while, she might be done with TNA for good. So imagine this. You're done with a certain company, and instead of being written off in defeat, they kill you. Yeah, I heard about this. That is how you end the character. You throw her off a track into a railroad track. 
and you kill her. Holy shit. That's creative. (laughs) Not creative. Well, creative, yeah, but how does she come back? (laughs) So did they actually show a train run her over? Uh, No, thank God. They're not that dumb, but... (laughs) Holy shit. It's the whole Boba Fett thing. You know, there's no body, and we didn't actually see her die. So, you never know. Yeah, so Mickey James mm-hmm. is dead. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> is there any chance? I mean, this is a long shot I'm taking out. Do you think there's a slim chance that she returns to WWE? No. You don't think so? No, I've, she's too into her country music right now. and uh, Ring of Honor, maybe. Nah, no. Face. No, I think she's done. I, honestly, I think she's at that She's point. done with wrestling. Yeah, I think she's just at that point where there's not much more she could do. Let her do her country music stuff, and she'll be yeah. all right. Um, this is quite symbolic, though, because I'm sure a lot of people wish that instead of Mickey James, that was TNA that was getting pushed to the tracks. <laughs> there is talk of making the annual WWE Slammy Awards ceremony its own event instead of hosting an episode of Raw. The plan would be to hold the event in a small theater-type setting and have it air on the WWE Network sometime in December. You mean like they used to do it? Yes. Brilliant fucking idea, guys. That's let's that's yes. Let's do this. You know, let's not take up. Still be allowed there. What? Like to the Slammies? Yeah. The Slammies will be its own show. It's not going to be on Raw. I remember when you had, like, when we talked about this, the last Slam, it's, you know, when, when the votes were sort of fishy. You know, when the crowd was, who is going to be the, the, the superstar of the year and OMG moment, oh my god moment. Uh, eh, well, maybe they'll make it more legit now where it's yeah. not, where it's like, funniest moment in the world, you know, and it's like, none of these were funny. No, exactly. It's like, not one, no. Get the, who made these? Or the OMG FOMA KFMOG or whatever award. It, it, or, it, it was too much awards. Reduce it to the original number for best wrestler of the year match of the year yeah the the big ones i mean don't have like 78 other awards for they should do shocker of the year wrestler of the year diva of the year rookie of the year tag team of the year champion of the year yes that needs to happen uh holy shit moment of the year heartbreaker of the year uh I know that match, is going to be you know, match, of the year. Yeah, match of the year. And, uh, you know, simple categories that actually make sense, not, you know, slapstick comedy award or, mm. you know, who's the most racist award or, you know, <laughs> stupid fucking awards where it's like, who's got the best hair? It's like, what the fuck, really? I know, I know, I know really who could win the Heartbreaker of the Year in. Uh, in yeah, for the second uh, year in a row, Daniel Bryan for not fucking being able to defend his goddamn title. I was thinking of Dusty as the heartbreaker of the year. I'm not sure you want to glorify that. Hi, Dusty, you've died. Here's your slammy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how sick WWE Vince McMahon could be. <laughs> Somebody needs to get nuclear heat this Monday. Hmm. Not and talk shit. Ah, 
I could talk. I, I, I agree with you. The, the heartbreaker should be Danielson. I mean, for the two, the two, I mean, the two biggest moments of his career: first, winning the World Heavyweight Championship, then have to relinquish it, and then the Intercontinental Title had to relinquish really because of the injury. <laughs> oh my God, that's the heartbreaker of the year. Yeah, and the last bit of news that we have here. The idea with bringing Stone Cold's podcast back on the WWE Network was to feature less inside and focus more on entertaining conversations, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. If you noticed on Austin's latest podcast, there were more road series compared to what they had done on Austin's podcast in the past. I'm going to go on record and say this. I'm not a big fan of these podcasts, and I don't know why. You're not? Well, the thing... First, they did it with Vince McMahon. Yes, and That's that was that. One. That was a good one. Then they did the one with Triple H, and that was an okay one. Uh, then they did the one with Stephanie McMahon, and it's like Jericho, and it's like uh, it, it was it was okay. Yeah, they were drinking, and like, everyone was losing their oh. fucking mind that they were stupid questions. And I go, "What the fuck do you want Jericho to ask her? Watch the fucking <laughs> program. There's your answer." Then this one with um. With Heyman, and I kind of went, ah, you know, I'm not digging it. I, I think they just need to drop this whole idea. It's just not working. I mean, unless I'm wrong. I mean, what do you guys... Undertaker's planned, right? I'm sure he's planned, but, you know, they'll probably go, So, why don't you tell us about how you got started in the career? Or do you, uh, how, who was your toughest opponent? Or uh, you know, they'll ask him, like, the dumbest fucking questions, and the take will be all, really, Austin? <laughs> really you know, you know, you know, these people don't know when the fuck I started. It was '91, you cocksucker. Yeah, but he, he really started in the '80s, I think '84. Yeah, I know. And they'll give the whole fucking backstory, and and an hour later, all right, we got to cut. Taker told his whole story. That's it. Cut it out. We still got to talk about the streak. <laughs> nope, sorry, fuck it. <laughs> or they'll go. They'll break it into two parts. Dun 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 dun. I was thinking about something about Taker just in general. You know, he, he's got a couple of DVDs or Blu-rays, but when he when he quits the business, there there must be a like a mega box or something in the archives that WWE has because the man, the do- myth, the legend, the Undertaker. See all of his classic matches on this one disc DVD. <laughs> one disc. Well, if it's on Blu-ray, it probably would be one day. Yeah, you watch. DVD, it, it, it'll be like 60 or something. They could at least... It'll have like uh, 10 matches on it or some bullshit. They, they could have, I mean, a documentary Blu-ray DVD that's like over two hours or three hours. At least, I mean, they could fill a lot of shit into that with him. Well, Things yeah. that you haven't seen, for instance. I mean, uh, there are a lot of shit they can fill into that DVD or Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. Him. It was, you know, it, it, it'll, it could happen. But, again, the whole podcast thing, you know, I just think if you want to listen to a podcast, go listen to a podcast. You know, don't, yeah. don't let that. <laughs> you know, Is it going to be Mark Calloway or The Undertaker? I mean, that's, that's going to be, you know, what's he going to do? Just come in, you know, from the ground and fire <laughs> and smoke and shit? Or is he going to just be like, hi, Mark? <laughs> hi, Mark. <laughs> What's up, Austin? 
Uh, how you doing there, Mark? Let's uh, drink some beer and go beat on Deborah. Uh, so that's going to do it for the news portion. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to do it the news portion of... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's your fault that you married a stripper, damn it. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Mark. That's going to do it for the news of the week. Why don't we get into Monday Night Raw? Which, I have to say, they did, it was an entertaining show, but I'm not sure if they remember uh, that it was a build-up to Money in the Bank, because there were a, a couple mentions here and there, but not really a whole lot. It, it, it started off with um, John Cena coming down to the ring going, I'm defending my title! As, um, oh no! Non-title. Was it Cena or was it... Yeah, Cena opened the show. It was Cena that opened the show, okay. So Cena comes down to the ring, and he's all, I'm going to defend my title, and I'm going to fight Kevin Owens again, and you know we're going to do this shit and all that crap. And Kevin Owens goes, yeah, no, look, stop, John, stop it, come on, just get the fuck out. Back here. I, got a, I got a question real quick. Um, since I wasn't here... Like after that pay per view, I don't think I've, I don't think I've got a chance to talk to you guys at all since the the pay per view. Not really, I? no. I mean, elimination chamber. What did, yeah, what did y'all think? What What did you think of uh, Owens beating Cena? Owens and Cena was the match of the night by or not, far. not well, because of the result, just because of the whole fight. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was actually really good, and I was shocked that they let Kevin Owens win. And yes, Please. you heard you heard what I said. Let Kevin Owens win. And it was clean too. Oh yeah, clean as a whistle. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I liked the. Um, I liked that Ryback finally got a title as well. I feel like the crowd was actually. He, they were actually behind Ryback. They were like, "Well, you know what? Ryback's been here for a little while, and he's he's moving up. And all right, let's let's get behind that guy." And it was like it was nice. I mean, the 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 match was a little bit of crazy stupid shit but I mean it's kind of hard to follow uh, the stuff prior to it you know the only thing I was afraid of with that paper was because it was in Corpus Christ, Christi Texas and that's not the most uh, loud, uh, loud crowd in Texas yeah. but, but that's because that, that the elimination chamber fits in that environment that's the only reason why they did it and they the, the first Thing that that they said that this is not gonna be a pay per view. It's gonna be like a special. But fuck it, let's make it a pay per view. I just found it funny that they held a pay per view in Texas and you were in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's just I, bad I luck right it. there. I watched it when I was in Texas, so I left for Florida like shortly after. Oh. Well, I, I, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be in Corpus Christi until I think the day that it happened. So it's not like I could have gone. I don't even think WWE knew it was going to be in Corpus Christi. It was just a matter of, oh shit, over there. <laughs> it only has seven thousand seats, Vince. I don't give a fuck. We'll shoot around it. <laughs> we'll green screen it. Uh, so Raw opens up with Cena and Owens going back and forth, and 
I'm gonna do and see, I said, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm, do it with this cancer kid. And I'm gonna beat him, I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna beat him, I'm gonna beat you, and, and open challenge, and it comes in Adrian Neville and goes, John, listen boy, I would <laughs> love to be able to fight for your United States Championship, but I think what I'm going to do is go after the NXT Championship because I haven't had a chance to fight him yet, and I think what he's doing and representing for the United NXT Championship is is bad. <laughs> I would fight. I would fight him. I would beat him. I'm gonna do it tonight. Here, let's go, Kevin Owens. That is so not Adrian Neville. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's a lot easier to understand than what Adrian Neville says because when yeah. two Irish guys are in the car and they can't understand each other, that tells you something. That's the thing. He, he's Fergal, he's from the part of England up north. When I mean Newcastle. Newcastle, England. How has a special thick is dialect. that accent? I mean, that's yeah, like it's very shit. Thick. It's almost Scottish because it's uh, near to the Scottish border. It's and, like Spinglish uh, or something. It's yeah, yeah, it's it's close to the Scottish border. So it, it's 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 so it's so deep for some reason. You need you need like a subtitle when he talks because holy shit, half of the people in the arena didn't understand what he was saying. I'm gonna fight you because you're not worthy of having that title around your waist. Now you sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, no, but it, I'm try- it, it, it's, I was that trying would be to something. Get to the chopper. I f- <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. Nobody's five. That is it's, it's tough to do. It's tough to do that English Northern accent because it's so fucking tough and difficult. I mean, think of Vince. God, but God damn it, the kid, the kid, the kid, the kid talks like I don't, I don't understand a goddamn bit of this. Holy shit! But just, Paul, get rid of that guy. It's like <laughs> just fight. You know what I mean? It's like just yeah. there and fight. End of the story. Don't talk. Uh, Kevin Owens beats him. Good match. Yeah. Kevin Owens beats him. So, so that's that. Uh, we then get Divas Champion Nikki Bella versus Summer Rae, and this was just. Just was, uh, <laughs> Nikki gets the win. Yeah, and now we have that with Nikki Bella and the Bella twins all over again. They're heels once again. Heels once again, and they're doing twin magic. And one is 113 pounds, the other one is five. So yeah, yeah, with an eating disorder. Yeah, with an eating disorder. Then have Sheamus versus Randy Orton. Sheamus wins by DQ. No one really wanted to see this match in the first place, so just. You know, moving on. Let's let's forget that they're even in in Money in the Bank because you know it's Money in the Bank. Kane- you know, sorry for interrupting you, but it seems like there's always the usual suspects in that one. Randy Orton, Shane. It's 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 almost always the same cast of characters. Well, Did you know that the the, the roster is kind of thin? So yeah, that's why they need fresh new blood in that. We have Kane versus Dolph Ziggler, and I forget the whole reason for this match, but it was again, it was all the Money in the Bank participants were going to fight each other. Uh, Kane gets the win because Lana comes down to the ring and falls on her ass, and Rusev is all, <laughs> she fell on her ass. <laughs> she broke her ankle. And Ziggler, was all, and Ziggler after the match is all, she fell and broke her ankle. <laughs> What the feep is going on with this feep? Mother feep! Or is that just my feed? Did did they did he curse for something? He was cursing like a motherfucker. 
It's like, I didn't notice like, that. I it's like, him oh, some... you do know it's fake, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, he's all I... fuck. Shit, she sells better than me. God damn it, fuck. <laughs> Get the trailer. Don't move her. Don't move her. Yeah, I thought it was that audience sound or something, because, beep, (laughs) I'm sure that Vince was very happy that he cursed that out loud. Lana, yeah, I'm sure he, I'm sure he loved that. We then get Ms. TV, what the fuck is Ms. wearing? (laughs) <laughs> he, looks he looks like, like some a, kind of fucking I don't even know he looks like a homeless guy yeah I don't get what the fuck he's wearing so we have Ms. TV and Ryback is in the ring these two could be entertaining if they'd stop jumping on each other's lines cause you have Miz going listen here Ryback no feed me more well you see Ryback you feed me more Ryback you're stupid no you're stupid you're ugly. Now you're ugly. It's like calm down and shut up. It's like they couldn't get a half a second to respond. <laughs> you need to go fight the big show. You don't need to tell me to fight anybody because I'm the big guy and I have the title that says otherwise. And if you don't knock it off, I'm gonna fuck you up. Out comes Big Show. I'll fuck all yous. I'm gonna fuck. I'll eat this fucking chair. This chair ain't gonna break. Look, I'll sit in it. See, chair didn't break, assholes. Suck. <laughs> Miz, I'm gonna fuck you up. Ryback, right I'm gonna fuck you up. Little girl, you know, knock it off, I'm gonna fuck you up too. Because I'm the big show, and that's what I do. So apparently they're having a match now. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. That should be. Hashtag okay. Well, the last time they had a match, it was actually good. Which is surprising, but uh, that was about, I want to say, uh, a year and a half ago when Ryback was still a heel and, and Big Show was a face. Yeah, now let's do that same match and just reverse the logic. Yeah. Uh, we then get Harper and Rowan versus Los Matadores, which is uh, Diego. They, had like, they, they have like a backstage thing where you talk... He was talking like Bray Wyatt. You don't fucking understand the time. Time to repent for your sins is coming. You dead motherfucker. You need to fucking repent. Because <laughs> the end of times are coming. And we're gonna show you the way. I think, or something, I don't know. So they now have a finishing move. It's called the 3D. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and Baba Ray and Baba Ray was irate on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Baba Ray can go fuck himself. Um, so they defeat Los Matadores of Diego and Elliot, and uh, and that was an easy match because why the fuck not? We get a backstage promo, and J and J security are mad at Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins is being a dick because that's what he does best. And he's all, you know what? I think I'm going to fight you two little midgets because I'm going to fuck you guys up. Slap to the face, slap to the face, then you get Joey Mercury. Hey! Knock this shit off, man! <laughs> Tell you something right now, motherfucker. I will fuck your mother in front of your motherfucking ass. Back the fuck up. Tonight, we're going to fuck your ass. You know what? You know Hashtag man- Joey fucking Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> and, these, and these two guys are not bad. No, they're not. 
because they're, they're, I mean, Jamie Noble, James Gibson, he, he was a former cruiserweight champion in ECWCW, and he was a light heavyweight champion in WWF, WWE back then. So, and Joey Merkel, we all know the tag team with him and John Morrison, Eminem with Melina. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the guy, and, the guy can go, but this, yeah, made, they, they can both this work. made me seriously go, how big is Seth Rollins? <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> You know, that slap that he gave Jamie Noble first was very light, but the return slap... <laughs> he slapped him back! <laughs> yeah, he slapped the fucking shit out of his mouth. <laughs> Don't you do that, kid. <laughs> I mean, if Roll- Rollins is not a big guy, I mean, I, mean, I think Mercury and... Uh, <laughs> Mercury and Noble, they must have shrunken for 10 years. They're, they're almost like uh, they're hobbits they're now. They're about the same height as Daniel Bryan, maybe an inch shorter. They're my size. I'm 5'6". So. Oh, yeah. We can book a match. See, I would have thought yeah, they I, were taller. I'd be the heaviest cruiserweight in the history of the division. We will see you, you do a Alex, Alex Carano. Yeah, right. <laughs> be more like a centon. Uh... <laughs> I would, no, but I, could I, could do, I could do a belly flop. There you go. And maybe not break my face. <laughs> <laughs> we then get uh, Big E going up against Titus O'Neil. Shenanigans ensue. Big E wins. Ooh. It's your cue, Alex. Oh, oh all right. Um, let me think of how to say it. Uh, oh, wherever you are. Fuck it. I gotta, <laughs> where were they at that night? He's, do not be sour. Where the fuck are we? Feel the power. Look at my ass. Don't you be sour. Look at my ass. Feel the power. That should be their entrance theme. (laughs) Speaking of entrance theme, uh, the New Day are in the ring celebrating. All of a sudden, here comes Roman Reigns. And I go, what? (laughs) Why is Roman Reigns coming down to beat the New Day? Why am I complaining that Roman Reigns is coming down to beat the New Day? Oh, that's right. Kobe Kingston is supposed to be in it. Oh, that's right. They're supposed to have matches tonight. Oh, yeah. Roman Reigns is in it. So, uh, and we'll get to another segment in a minute, which I completely glossed over because the way I have this all written up is all fucked up. Roman Reigns defeats Kobe Kingston. Yay and stuff. Yeah, with the super punch. Superman punch like out of nowhere. Kobe jumped in the air and I go, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Right in the mouth. You, um, uh, I don't think you. Uh, I think we passed up the part where our truth came out. Yeah, uh, earlier. Yeah, tonight, that was fucking funny. I completely again. <laughs> I forgot about it because it's not in my notes. But there was the part where Roman Reigns comes out and says, "I'm gonna win." Kane comes out and goes, "No, you're not." Dolph Ziggler comes out and goes, <laughs> "You're right, because I'm gonna win." Here comes Sheamus. Nah, none of you motherfucking fellas are gonna win because I'm gonna do it. Here comes our truth. At WrestleMania, I conquered my fear ladders. What are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? You're not even in the Money in the Bank match. Oh, I'm not. Oh shit. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Did you see Kane's color of his skin changed through all of that? All the interruptions. Like anybody else. Kane. <laughs> He was getting mad. I mean, I don't want to see Kane getting all flustered. I mean, he was... 
And that's that must be good. That's that's our truth's new gimmick. He's interrupting and for, and forgetting that he's not into certain matches. And start booking himself. In, but oh, oh, my bad. I'm not in this segment. Bye. <laughs> Do you think that was coincidental or? Oh, I think it had to have been coincidental because, at least I hope, because then that means that the people that played him out are just as much in trouble. Yeah. Did you see Reigns and and Ziggler in the ring laughing their asses off? Yeah. I, I don't mean. I mean they laughed kayfabe. Because it was a, it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, it, 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 that that segment with him coming out and saying, "I'm bad." Oh, oh shit! This is not my place. Oh shit! My bad. Yeah, damn spiders. It felt organically for some reason. Well, that was just my opinion. Motherfucker. So, Kayla, get out of this. Get out. Get away. Get the fuck out of here. My bad. This was on me, guys. My bad. Enjoy the rest of your show. So uh, we then get J&J security with Dean Ambrose eating popcorn and soda. Shenanigans ensue. J&J defeats Seth Rollins. Wow. Yay. That was. The, I, I remember commenting right after the match. I was like, "Did did Joey Mercury just pin the champion? <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> I just love Jamie Noble uh, outside when he was uh, ramping. Repeatedly walking back and forth. Come on, come on, come on, Joey, come on, goddammit. You can hear his Virginia accent. Come on, goddammit. Tell me, baby. <laughs> Look, Seth, we've been with you this whole time, goddammit. We're going <laughs> to whoop your ass if you don't fucking shut the hell up. <laughs> so, they're almost like. The good old Stooges from the Attitude Era when they put, when they came up with the Hulk Hogan music and beat the the the, the mafia the, the Mean Street. Do well, you remember yeah, that? At least they didn't mispronounce You know, Mister McMahon. You know, they didn't, yeah. call, they didn't call him Seath. Yeah. Listen here, Seath Rollins. Ah. You know, or some stupid. It's like you know what his name is. Knock it off. Well, get, always getting McMahon coffee, Mister McMahon. Mac Mime. <laughs> so they are now baby faces. I I don't know. This so, whole dynamic is fucked up because you know, right before the match, you know, Seth was watching the monitor and Dean Ambrose is there and Triple H is also. You want anything? You want anything? You want anything? Really? You, you don't want to help? You wanna you wanna go out there and get fucked? You uh you go out there and uh, bend over a little. Uh, take it up the ass. Take it's it up almost the, like Seth take, MacFarlane. Take, take, take it up the ass. And, uh, scream like a little bitch. No, no help. You don't want. Okay, fine. Fuck you. Have a nice day. How do you feel about getting out? That's pretty much. That's exactly okay. what I, I. It was like a Family Guy skit, and I go. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Family Guy skit. You, you. The only thing needed was Seth MacFarlane doing the, the little, the little guy's voice with the British accent. Yeah, Stewie. Whip, whip, whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that's Ooh. Raw. That, that's the end of it. That's, that's yay, I guess. Monday Night Raw. Heading into Money in the Bank, which we'll get to in a little bit. Why don't we get into NXT minus Dusty yeah. Rhodes. Uh. 
well away. Uh, NXT from Full Sail University. We started with a tag team bout with uh, Mojo Rawley returning oh, and God. Zack Ryder as the tag team. Team hype! And you know what? Uh, they won, and Zack, and Zack Ryder is not. Not a jobber in NXT, at least. <laughs> they won a match. Uh, they beat Elias and Samson. Uh, fairly decent tag team, but the baby faces won, and Zack Ryder got a win. Hooray. Yay. Yay. <laughs> then after that, we have a Dana Brooke segment where she pleases herself and saying, Oh, my clit is so fucking big. I can't wait to be back. And if you hate me, what? Fuck. <laughs> no, I mean it, it said like she was. I mean, she's bigger than holier and thou. I mean, she's like that heel cunt bitch, Sunny. Okay. I mean, do you, uh, how do I explain it? Because she's that good that you you hate her because she she looks like the new Beth Phoenix. Did she did she get hurt or uh, she didn't get no, hurt? No, no, no. No, 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 no. She, she is. Uh, I think she's not in NXT right now. She's on another. Pro- she's doing another thing, promote, promoting something. That was that was just a segment to hype her return. Uh, I think she's gonna start a program program with uh, Charlotte. When it come, when oh, that could be good. Back. Yeah. Ooh, After that, uh, we had. A women's match. Emma versus Blue Pants. <laughs> I love that Blue Pants. <laughs> From the sales rack. <laughs> That's an awesome character, man. Uh, it was a squash match, really. But the Blue Pants is over with the crowd. And, and Emma... Finish her off with a submission, the Muda lock, which I know DM is very, very not fun over. <laughs> and she fucked up the Muda lock too. Did she? Yeah. Ah. Back uh, enough, you know, with the back and the neck. She was almost doing the John Cena SDF. Oh. Yeah. She fucked that up. <clears throat> Uh, but she she won, so that's that's it. Uh, next segment: Bull Dempsey, another favorite of DM, versus Tyler Breeze, and the finish of this match that uh, Tyler Breeze rolled out the ring and started running, and Bull Dempsey starting to chase him, but after like they come halfway, Bull Dempsey. Did held his hand on his side, you know, catching his breath. <laughs> and then they started running again. And exactly the same spot, he started like... <gasps> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so that happened. He had another, he had another lap. <laughs> and then Tyler Breeze got in the ring. And he pursued him. Uh, he tried to hit a clothesline. But he missed and hit the beauty shot. And he got a win. And after that, segment after that, we were in uh, Steven Regal's uh, room. And uh, Steven Regal was making an announcement. 
uh, that um, na- tonight we have a la, 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 the debut of Samoa Joe. And then you have knock, knock, knock on the door. Bull Dempsey comes in and he's eating candy. Everything, chip from everything, A to Z, baby. Uh, you wanted to see me? <laughs> Rigo said, Yes, lovely, darling. You need to cut that shit out. What? Um, so, <laughs> you need to get serious, bub. What? <laughs> serious. I'm, I'm only. Uh, oh, you mean that thing? He said, Ah, it's taken care of already. Uh, it's okay. It will never happen again. I promise you. And Regal just shook his head. Like, they, I think they're, they are turning him baby face now. To like a dumb gimmick. Like it's. Who, Bull Dempsey? Yeah, because that the thing that I, I noticed something that it was not that heelish in his work rate. So I think they are turning him face. And he needs to Regal said, you need to go to the gym, sunshine. <laughs> that entertaining entertaining thing that happened. Um Oh yeah. Then we had, after that, we have uh, Becky Lynch in action with, the new, with a new female wrestler called Jessie from Australia coming up in NXT. And uh, Becky Lynch got a good reaction. They did a segment before with the match at Unstoppable that uh, she had a fucking great match with, uh, with the champion, Sasha Banks. And what I love with that, that Becky Lynch, you remember that match that, that she show, uh, sold her shoulder injury all the way to the back. And they showed that footage and stuff. She got great reaction. Good match. She won with the arm, you know, that parallel arm, arm breaker she does. Tap out win. All right, awesome. Yeah, uh, what? That was awesome. Yeah, and then we had Baron Corbin. Uh, Angelo versus Angelo Dawkins, and the crowd started counting one, two, three, four. He killed the guy under a minute. That's it. I mean, oh okay. <laughs> I mean uh, the squash match again. Um, <sighs> yada yada yada. Uh, he won. Ba ba ba. And then we had the main event. Uh, Samoa Joe comes out, and you had Kevin Owens doing commentary. He had his arm around Byron Saxton, and Byron Saxton looked he's going to shit his pants. (laughs) Because he knows what happened to Alex Riley. So he was afraid the entire time. He didn't say much. Uh, By the way, Joe um, met... Let's see. Yeah. Some guy named Ortega. (laughs) I don't know. I've never seen the guy before. But but Joe killed him like like in Baron Corbin style. He did the usual thing. He did the the punch, uh, the the, the jabs, jab thing, you know, that chop, jab, jab. And uh, he did the Insigari at the ring post. 
he did his uh, trademark uh, chop at the neck with the knee drop following through Senton. He did uh, blah, 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 blah. He did some T-bones. He did some uh, exquisite suplexes. Um, Tyson kid out of the hospital and kill him again? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I was thinking that, wonder if they're going to give, if you're going to do the rear naked choke or the, the muscle buster. And I think he, he did the muscle buster at the end. And you hear the crowd, muscle buster! And uh, he got the win, of course. Uh, so I'm waiting that he, waiting for he using next time when he's facing Kevin Owens next week. Known title. Woohoo! Next, yes, next week. Known title. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe. That's going to be a heck of a fight. And that was NXT for this week. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So why don't we get into... I think that first, quick, uh, about that title match. I uh, guess, well, Owens and Joe, wasn't Bala supposed to fight him first? It, 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 it seems like it's too early. It's Christmas is here. Yeah, what the fuck? Be sure to watch that one, DM. That you got to see. Yeah, I'll definitely... <laughs> So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to take a look. So why don't we get into SmackDown? switching to the channels and she caught wrestling and I was like mm. wait what is this and um it was Ring of Honor on uh-huh. the station and um uh I watched it it was the first time I watched Ring of Honor I'm not gonna say that it was amazing uh, because it wasn't but it wasn't bad um overall I don't see the hype but there was some there was some good stuff on there. Like, uh, the first thing I saw was Jushin Liger. Um, awesome. And, uh, he, um, he wasn't, like, he definitely moves like he's a little bit older, because he is. But, <laughs> he's 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could, and I could tell, because you could see, you could look at his suit, and he's a little bit, a little bit chunky, and he, and you know, when he runs, he's a little bit slow, but he's still, he's still good enough. He's still over with the stage. crowd, yeah. No what. Um, yeah, they were throwing tassels everywhere. Yeah, streamers. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, Japanese thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that's and, uh, that. That's for paying the respects for the wrestlers. And thought that I don't know what the name of the guy is, but he seemed totally gay, but not gay at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Was it a regular show or a pay per view? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it was a regular show. All right. Man. Um, and they also had a they had cheeseburger. Yeah, I cheeseburger. Did, <laughs> it's it's awesome. I had, <laughs> I like I was like that's an interesting name for a wrestler and uh, yeah he's he's a skinner black man called cheeseburger. He's a little skinny yeah a little skinny little black dude and you know there, if you want to watch something funny uh, watch cheeseburger and uh, Eugene Liger. He's teaching cheeseburger how to use uh, to uh, how to use the the palm strike. Watch it. We watch it on YouTube. It's it's hilarious. You're gonna laugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last it's, part it, was uh was uh, the Bullet Club versus somebody. I don't remember who. But um. The one was thing it the I kingdom? Think... The kingdom. Was it like uh, was it I... Matt Taven and uh, Michael Bennett? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But, um... Maria. Yeah, Maria was there. <laughs> um, yeah. The one thing, like, I gotta take away from, and I've heard this is in a, partially an independent wrestling thing, and but I don't know, I haven't seen any other ones, is that they throw out like hardcore moves all over the place, but nobody sells them. No, they, that's the problem. Uh, even Jim Ross said that it's it's a good company, but the guys need to settle down and sell, so the commentators or announcers could acknowledge that. Yeah, because that was that was my major issue watching it was that they would do these huge moves and the guys would just get back up and then they would do more moves and it was just like there wasn't really a lot of psychology. No, so, slow it down, slow it down. Yeah, and they need to slow down and and <coughs> sell their moves and. But yeah, you agree that was my first that. time yeah. seeing it and it was it wasn't bad. I mean, I it wasn't like like end of the world amazing, but. I mean, if I caught it on TV, I'd watch it again, I guess. Yeah, do you agree with me with that? They are, they're so much fast-paced, spot, 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 No, they spot. are very fast-paced, and not all the matches are like that. I think no. it's, you know, it's kind of like Lucha Libre, where if you ever watch uh, AAA WrestleMania, it's just spot, 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 yeah. spot, and you're like, no selling. you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, and there's, they got up after that? It's like you see a guy fall off the goddamn roof, and then he gets up and he fucking slides on his dick, and then you know gets shot in the fucking head, and then he gets back up and does it again. It's like, whoa, well, hold on, you, you shit. It, you <laughs> even know, Superman you know went down and went ow. You know, <laughs> even Superman sells. So there are some matches that get like that, and you know that's where I kind of go, oh. But they do again. They do it better in Japan because they they think they actually yeah. hit them. They. <laughs> They sell in the Japan. strikes the Bullet Club was Bullet Club, Bullet Club was throwing were awful, and and I'm not, and that's not really. <clears throat> uh, I feel like lots of people throw shitty strikes though. I mean, I think that's just a problem in wrestling in general. But these were like, okay, this is clearly not even hitting them. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if it came on on my on my like a local station here or a direct TV station, I'd watch it again. I, I'm gonna mention this before we move on. That um, <clears throat> the lucha. Have you heard about the lucha world cup, Dan? I've heard about it, but I don't know if it's gonna. Yeah, really, it's, really it, do anything. It's it's available on YouTube. It's oh, I'm, four, sure, it's I'm sure it is. Because Rey Mysterio's on it. That's how they're gonna be. Yeah, able to... yeah. It's a four-hour pay-per-view. I haven't watched it, so it's it's like a King of Trios tournament in 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Takayama is there, if you know that guy. Yeah, I know. I know Takayama. So, big, dude, big dude. So, SmackDown! Yeah. <laughs> I, just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that real quick, <laughs> since I'd never seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the... SmackDown started up with uh, Dean Ambrose uh, coming to the ring. And uh, he had a title. Uh, it, it looked like the title, anyway. And... Um, and uh, he talked about all his his good times in in uh, Louisiana and Bourbon Street and Mardi Gras. And he's like, he came in with beads on and stuff. And and uh, he's like, man, it is amazing what you can get in Louisiana for a couple of beads. Man, some of the stuff I saw out there, holy shit. And uh, he's just he was just having a good time and. Uh, uh, says I even got to see a ringside match for J and J Security beating the shit out of Seth Rollins, the little fag mother piece of shit asshole. Ah, uh, anyway, um, Seth Rollins comes out after. Well, I guess I should say that you know I'm gonna walk in as a WWE champion and walk as WWE champion. Um, but then Seth Rollins comes out, and he's like, Hey, you know what, Ambrose? I'm sick of this shit! I'm sick of it! You have my fucking title! I want it back! There it is! Give it to me! And Ambrose's like, Whoa, whoa, man! Let me just, uh, <laughs> let me just, uh, here, let me just offset it right here. Here, you can have it. I was just fucking around, dog. Just fucking around. Look, hey, you know what? I'll see you later. Just fucking around. And, uh, so. Rollins goes to pick it up, and he's like, hey, look, you know what, I gotta be honest with you, I gotta be honest with you, that's not the real title. I got that, you know, in the gift shop on the way up here. And Seth Rollins is like, God damn it! Son of a bitch! (laughs) He says, you know what, I will bring it, I will bring it with me this Sunday, so you can look forward to seeing it above the ring, but you're never gonna have it again. And, um... (laughs) Sorry. And then Ambrose gets up and leaves to the crowd. He's like, hey, hey, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm not done with you, you son of a bitch. And, uh, and then Kane comes out and he's like, actually, you are done with him. Because tonight, you're going to be in a tag team match with the under. T- no, it's it the ghost of Teddy Long. Um, uh, Kane says that uh, the authority won't be here to help you. On Sunday, and they won't be here to help you tonight. Jay and Jay are gone. You're all on your own. Um, you're gonna have a match with Dolph Ziggler later tonight. It's like okay, so he has his own personal jobber in the form of Dolph Ziggler. Uh, but up next, Miz versus Ryback finally. And because um, that's the match we wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> <laughs> My sentiments exactly. <clears throat> yeah, um Miz makes his way to the ring and does all the stupid fucking t- t- take his glasses off like an asshole and uh, <laughs> fucking You know, he looks like a fucking homeless shit. person from Hoboken. Little, little thin, yeah. thin piss scarf that he just wraps over his head like a hood. 
fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Fuck yes, Ryback! All right, beat his ass." I fucking hate Miz. That's what the crowd's thinking anyway. I personally, I'm like, Miz does a good job being a dick. He's, he's such a dick. Biggest piece of shit in the show, bar none, honestly. Until until Paul Heyman comes back, and uh, uh, they had a. I mean, it, it, it wasn't bad, <laughs> but because uh, Ryback has improved leaps and bounds. And yeah, it, I have to admit he's he's gotten better. Yeah, and Miz was never awful, so the match wasn't awful. But uh, uh, of course, Ryback won, and um, uh, I want to say. Big Show showed up. Yeah, he showed up. Um, you know, you know what? With, with Ryback, I I think that the I think he should use that mid middle clothesline, the lariat, as a finisher instead of the, the the other thing he does. Yeah, but that's wrestling logic. That's easy to counter. Just duck. Oh yeah. So I, I think the reason he has the shell shock, the or the Samoan drop, whatever you want to call it. Is because it shows off how strong he is. Yeah. Because he doesn't do, I mean, he does do power moves, but they want something to really show it off. And I don't know, maybe if he had a fancier pickup move that he did, like, I don't know. Like a, I mean, for me, for me, the shell shock doesn't look like so devastating as a finisher. It's, as you said, it's like a Samoan drop, really. And uh, Essentially what it is. Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, I mean, a Samoan drop is a usual move that they use all over the wrestling business. And the people usually kicks out of that. Because <laughs> they didn't do it right. No. If they would have did it right, they wouldn't have kicked out. No, exactly. Like DDT. Yeah, effective ways to use the DDT. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, ah. Big Show comes out. Well, well, it's well, a it's a big show. <laughs> you know, you know what Rock used to say. Well, it's the big slow. Yeah, he is slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, big shows like, um, uh. I'm gonna take that WWE Championship with my super deep voice. I can't even do it. I can't get my voice any deeper. Uh, I'm like five six, and he's like seven foot, <laughs> five hundred pounds. Uh, I'm sure my brain is is smaller than his fist. The enormous motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Anyway, he's he's like. Can you imagine getting finger banged by Big Show? Uh, I, I imagine if you got fisted by Big Show, <laughs> you'd be split in half. I mean, can can you imagine if you have a, the set of hands that he has, and you when you do that, you, when you do it, the dick tap, when you, <laughs> you know what I mean, the dick with the fingers. I'm surprised that's not his finisher. Just pull his dick out and slap someone over the face. That that do it right there. Yeah, he's doing that to his wife. No, just that little... Bam! That's it! Fight's over! Yeah. 
I'm imagining that. Call it's upon Jeremy. Him. Anyway, continue. Um, he said, uh, you know what? We can fight tonight. We can fight right now. And Ryback's like, ha ha, the big guy. Man, uh, I'm gonna whoop your ass. Ha 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 ha, the big guy. And, wow. Uh, he's like, man, we got some raging Cajuns around us, man. Ha 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 ha, the big guy. And, uh, says, yo, if the Cajuns want to see a match, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. The big guy! <laughs> that is pretty much his promo. He has to add big guy to everything. Yeah, I love it. Because <laughs> he just, he always has this fucking smug-ass smile on his face, like he's the best bastard in the world. And then he's just like, and he has this fucking jock laugh like <laughs> let's beat up some nerds <laughs> I can just t- I can totally see him say that big and then guy like, the big guy <laughs> his best promo, almost like- his best promo was I eat negativity and crap out positivity and then CM Punk is long gone so that's why Punk didn't want to fight him yeah he thought he was afraid Ryback was going to eat him mm-hmm <laughs> And uh, he's like, so, so Big Show, uh, you want to fight the big guy? You want to fight him? We'll do it right now. <laughs> the big guy. And uh, he's like, Big Show's like, nope, not tonight. We do this on my time, uh, my money. See you later, bitch. And um, big guy, <laughs> big guy. And uh, they come back. From a commercial, and our truth has joined the commentary team. They have King Barrett versus Jack Swagger. I'm my bad. I don't remember what the fuck happened here. I was on my computer trying to get the internet to work because that hotel had the worst internet on the face of the planet, and um, and I was tired, and it was Jack Swagger, and uh, uh I remember our truth tried on King Barrett's uh cape and hat or crown, uh-uh. and and uh. He didn't like that. He was like, Oh, you little son bitch! What are you doing over there, my goddamn crown? You've left my... You take that off right now! Take it off! Hey! What are you doing? So he gets up on the... On the, uh... Announce table and he starts dancing with it on. That, like, uh... It almost gets Jack the win, but it doesn't. He's a bullhammer in the brain. And uh, and King Bear wins. So, hmm. yeah. Go Barrett, I think. Yeah. Uh, they they have some uh, some stuff with the divas backstage. You got um, Paige going. This is Morehouse. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I want to see? I want to see her actually in her house. And then <laughs> just knock on the door. You come in. This is my house! <laughs> can, can you imagine a theme song with that as a remake? This is my house! And, uh, Alicia Fox is back there. And she's like, hey, you know what? You don't speak for me. You don't speak for anybody, okay? Look, we're going to go out there. We're going to fucking fight. 
because I will fuck you up. And um, they go out. No, and- this is my house. This is my house. <laughs> um, Even the British people can't understand her. <laughs> uh, Paige, of course, Talisha, and um, yeah. <laughs> uh, then they show some footage. Anybody that. remember when Paige used to wear purple, or is that just me? No, she used to wear purple. Oh yeah. I'm just saying because you know I haven't seen her wear color in so long. She's the anti. She is the epitome of black and white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. I just wanted to ask if anyone else remembered her in purple. <laughs> um, it's her house. There's some footage of what happened with Lana and on Monday, and, uh, and then we have a WWE Network exclusive, which is now not exclusive because they're showing it on the fucking SmackDown. <laughs> um, Michael Cole is sitting down with Lana. He's like, hey, uh, so what's the deal with Dolph Ziggler? Are you guys uh, cool and and fucking or what? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if Cole said, oh, are you fucking or what? <laughs> we are good and, friends. Uh, we have a good time together. I mean, when when is she going to drop that accent? I mean, everybody knows that she's CJ. I mean, uh, soon enough. I mean, that that would I be hope like. Oh God, they don't do that. Just just let, I, just let Lana be, like, be Lana. Just let Lana be. Yeah, Lana. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But that would be typical Triple H being a dick, like when he said that Kofi Kingston. Hey, you're not speaking in Jamaican anymore. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> That's because of his mom. Anyway, the yeah. the thing with Lana. Yeah. Um. So Lana's like, well, you see. We are very good friends, but, uh, um, yes, we are fucking. It is very good. He is very athletic, or so that one comedian says about him. But, yes, we fuck. We fuck every day. We fuck all night. We fuck all day. We, we even fuck in the back of the car. We fuck everywhere. And in between, we eat borscht. We, we have even invented a new move called the Russian dog sled. I don't know what it entails, but we do it every day. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Hashtag Russian. Hashtag no holy flip. shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, Rusev wow. shows up. He's pissed. He's on his crutches and in his windbreakers or whatever the fuck he's wearing. <laughs> he speaks in a normal voice. I mean, How he's the like they find a windbreaker in his size. He's <laughs> just asking. You know, it's like Alex. Big show in a suit. How the fuck? There's not that much cloth in the world. What the fuck? He speaks like normal first. Lana, he's I trying. Need... Yeah, he's he's talking like normal. He's not shouting and yelling. I'm, I I've seen this. It's yeah, it, this is very good. And uh, he's speaking very normal and very like Lana. He's speaking in Bulgarian. Then he changes to English, I think, and then and then he gets more ah. And Lana says uh, it's over. I think she says. Quit doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I watched Matt. Yeah, that's, p- that's pretty much what happens. Uh, uh, Rusev shows up and he's like, Lana, Lana, 
Let us let us have one more try. One more try in the sack. I can show you new move. <laughs> new move. My dick is enormous. You love my dick. Please try it one more time. And uh, Lana's like, no, I do not like your dick. Your dick is ugly. It has a beard. Fuck it. Oh my God. <laughs> I much prefer Dolph Ziggler's dick. It is it is small, but it has vigor. <laughs> and it's shaved. And uh, and she's like, it's over. And then uh, Rusev is like, I'm He's like, you piece of shit! I you are not to go touch me. Come back here, Lana. God damn it, woman! You piece of shit! You fucking! I am the man here. You listen to me. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Cole. What are you doing? I beat you with my crutches. <laughs> I, 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 I was sure that he was gonna nail Michael Cole right between the eyes. You know how brave I, is the cameraman to just sit there and film? You know what I mean? Would you do it, Dan? I fuck this. I put the thing down and I'm out. I ain't fucking with an angry Rusev. <laughs> Even if he is on crutches. Even if he's on crutches. It's going to take something to swing at you now. Exactly. So, no, no, I'll put it down. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you call you like, holy shit, I'm out of here. Do, do you think, I, I gotta say this, are you guys afraid of they're gonna do like a thing with him that the, he's first a badass and they're gonna do, make him like a dancing clown at the end? I hope they don't make Rusev a dancing clown. I hope they have some long-term plan for him because he's, he's decent in the ring. He's funny when he needs to be, you know, just don't make him stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's... Make him still serious. I'm a I mean, fan. Yeah. I mean, the crowd loves the guy. I mean, he, he uh, he's over the crowd. I mean, he's to some good. Degree, in- you know, yeah, some he's, he's like a good himself. worker, good mechanic. I mean, they, they are showing nuances with him doing this. I think he's expanding his character for some reason. I think he's doing this good, all right. He's acting, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm just interested to see where it goes, I guess. Um. They have, uh, next, they have, uh, Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. Non-title, of course. Um, this was a fun match. Uh, of course, you wouldn't expect it to be, considering who's in it. Um, but, you know, naturally, Dolph Ziggler can't win anything important. Just like Rick <laughs> Wyatt. Um, possible for him. Which, by the way, Bray Wyatt has disappeared. I don't even know what the fuck. I mean, dirt sheets say that he's there's something big planned, and recently dirt sheets have been like he's going to fight Roman Reigns and this, he's going to fuck oh. him over at Money in the Bank. And I hope that's not true because Roman Reigns is going to fucking win this. Um. So whatever. Uh, anyway, Dolph Ziggler lost to Seth Rollins, of course, and um. Gotta look strong. But. Rollins did grab the tights. He rolled them up with the tights. One, two, three. So it w- he did it on his own. And the commentator's like, "Well, he did it on his own. He cheated, but he did it on his own." Fucking, it's like saying he showed up with a gun and shot him in the head. Well, he did it on his own. <laughs> Blew his brains out all by himself. 
I don't need anybody's help. I have a gun. And, uh, yeah. You got, uh, let me see. Commercial break, blah, 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 blah. Um, there was some stuff about Kevin Owens and, and John Cena. Oh, okay, yeah, here we go. And then you have, um, Renee Young with the primetime players. And they say, uh, and they're like, uh, my aunt's Patty LaBelle, whatever pie, shake, whatever thing, I love it, goddamn. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, what's Darren Young? Darren Young's like, yeah, man, we having ourselves a coming out party. And, uh, and <laughs> Titus is like, uh, you had your coming out party last year, brother. And <laughs> Did he actually say that? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not making any of that up. And, because uh, he's like, he's like, man, we go have ourselves a coming out party. He's like, nah, uh, brother, we had, you had your coming out party last year, and uh, I, I love you for it, really. And, uh, and he's just like, what? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, but it's like, it's, it's great. It's great. So they, they acknowledge that he did come out of the closet last year. I think they're just kind of playing with it, but because everybody knows, so that he doesn't act. I mean, he's not maybe officially gay as a character yet, but everybody yeah, knows but he is. So I know, I know a certain organization who are happy. That's glad. But yeah, um, uh, oh yeah, they said. Man, we gotta make fun of New Day. Yeah, here, hold up. Let me let me clap my hands. Uh, uh, prime time players. Prime time players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the New Day, motherfuckers. And uh, that was actually a fun promo. You should watch it. Um, Roman Reigns is now walking down to the crowd. Then Neville. Then Randy Orton. Um, because we're having six-man tag, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Neville versus Kane, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston, and uh, it's all, it's like basically everybody that's in the ladder match, um, minus one or two people, I think. Um, this is actually pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Um, of course, the faces won, of course. Um. I'm trying to remember who got the pin. I know I saw an RKO somewhere. Out of nowhere. Uh... Oh, wait, no. I remember now. Um, the New Day jumped in, all three of them, as opposed to the or Kofi. And, um, and the ref was like, Hey, what the fuck? And uh, <laughs> he's like, Ring the bell! Stupid motherfucker. And, uh, so we got, um, the faces won via disqualification, but after that, Dolph Ziggler's music hits, and he runs down, carrying a ladder, and he's like, fuck all y'all, beats people up with the ladder, and he sets the ladder up, and, uh, he starts to climb it, and then Neville gets up, pulls Dolph Ziggler off, climbs up, takes the briefcase. So, uh, I don't know what that means. That he's not winning. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's sad <clears throat> yeah 
But yeah, that was the end of SmackDown. Okay. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, why don't we get into uh, the pay-per-view that's going to be taking place tomorrow, uh, Money in the Bank. Money, 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 money. I would say if anyone's looking forward to this, I mean, it looks like it's a decent car, but we just had one like two fucking weeks ago, so it's, don't have a chance I, to... I, I'm sure that they're going to announce exactly into that pay-per-view. In two weeks' time, there's another pay-per-view coming up. Uh... It's going to be... What, what, they, what do they have like in July? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're going to have. Uh, the opening bout is uh, it's going to be R-Truth versus King Barrett in a singles match that no one cares about because it's going to be the dark match, so whatever. Fuck it's em. a kickoff match. Yeah, it's a kickoff match. Uh, this is in no particular order. I'm going to try to do this the best I can. Uh, Nikki Bella versus Paige. Nikki wins. It's, t- it's time. I think it's time for Paige to take this now. So I said, I say, oh, sorry. <laughs> Age. Oh. Sorry. Sorry about that. All right. <clears throat> what about you, Alex? Page, Page or Nick? Um, 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 I don't fucking know or care. Okay. Uh, the big guy versus the bigger guy for the Intercontinental title. I think it's about time somebody finally didn't let Big Show fuck up their momentum. So, uh... I'm hoping that Ryback wins. I am know I know he's going to shell shock him because we've seen him do that twice now. So, uh... Yeah. That'll happen. It, it'll, it might be a decent match, even. Um, you never know. But I think, I think uh, Ryback wins. I think this match ends in a disqualification. Uh, uh, shenanigan. Uh, Big Show wins via the. You mean save? You mean save this for SummerSlam? Yeah. Uh, Possibility. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll, I'll see. Yeah, it goes to a DQ or some bullshit, and it goes to SummerSlam because they could do more with it. Uh, we have the New Day versus the Prime Time Players. It's an all-black event. Yes. I like it. Yeah, um, it's going to be good. Um, <sighs> New day. Have primetime players, they've never been tag champs before, right? No, and it's not going to be their time tomorrow either. It's going to be the New Day. Uh, it's, I wonder if they're going to... If New Day... I mean, they are heels in babyface clothing. <laughs> I wonder where they're going to start being more vicious and more <clears throat> evil and stop doing the, you know, we are church people. Ah, uh, they're going to just run with that. Uh-huh. 
Okej. Okay. Jag uh, säger uh, Freebirds rule. Well, I'm not sure how much of the Freebird rule they can do because someone's got to go, go into money in the bank. Unless uh, Kofi gets seriously fucked up and he can't go into it and they have to replace him, hint, hint, but, you know. <laughs> mm. somebody, somebody takes him out, hint, hint. <sighs> ah. They, they, the champs retain. And Alex? Um... Who are we doing now? New I've day, got distracted. New, new day or the players? Mm, that's. Uh, I almost want to go with new or not new day, but um, primetime players. But I could see them saving that for later. Yeah, they're gonna win the title some way down the line. I hope. Uh, yeah. So new day wins. We have Dolph Ziggler, Adrian Neville, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Kobe Kingston, Sheamus, and Kane in the Money in the Bank match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Smart Money is on Roman Reigns. Now, I said there's a big possibility that someone can get replaced, Cody will get entered, and win the fucking thing, and send the fans home fucking happy. That is going to be my pick. If Cody gets entered, he's going to win. If they don't do that, Roman Reigns. So, so, so you, you don't pick Kane. You're no. your old your your old man. No, I can't because he's we don't know what the fuck he is right now. <laughs> Heel or face, we don't know. So it's gonna go to Roman. If it's not Cody, it's Roman. I wa- I wonder if Roman's gonna be how it's gonna be for him to be in a I mean a ladder match because I mean he's not that kind of a guy who works this surroundings or uh, uh, well, how neither to... is Kane but you know no I know but yeah Kane has done he has done, he has done this table shit and TLC's before so <laughs> he's <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going with you DM I'm going I, it's gonna be either I, I, I I'm still have a glimmer of hope for Sigler some Someday it's it, somewhere down the line. It must be going his way. I mean, it feels like he's in the doghouse again. <laughs> I don't know if he's in the doghouse, but but yeah, but he's he's not clearly winning. I mean, he he needs wins. I think he's just a perennial midcarder. That's just his fucking role in life for now. Maybe one day he'll get a chance, but uh, I don't. Yeah, he's gonna him. probably view him as a mid-garter. He's gonna probably open his mouth on Twitter again and say something stupid. You know what happened last time? I know. I think he's grown up, though. I think he's he's kind of grown into that role, and he's thankful for it. So Yeah, he got, he got Lana. He's, he got yeah, Lana. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, yeah. The rematch, John Cena versus Kevin Owens. Still no title on the line. Owen wins. Owen wins. That's what I'm going to go with, too. I how, how are we going to book... Fuck, you guys are right, because I'm going to say Owens as well. Uh, I how really we... hope you guys are right. Okay, if we go back to the Elimination Chamber finish, Cena announced now that he has the, the pop-up powerbomb. How are they going to change the moves or spots for this match? Bela Kenrana. <laughs> you know what? I, I talked to a certain people, and I said that, you know... 
you know, you, you don't agree with me, Dan, but because this is a dangerous move and as a finish, but wouldn't it be awesome if he used the package pile driver? Yeah, he won't. You don't? He won't. If he values his job, he ain't going to do it. He's going to so, He's going to beat him the same way he beat him before, and that's that. Yeah. It's plain and but simple. he could. Yeah, but he could show us some other spots. I mean, he has a, a plef. He could. He has a large amount of thing in his arsenal that we haven't seen yet. I'm sure, but why show it all in one night? Exactly, but yeah. a glimpse of what he can. I mean, no, I say keep Kevin Owens simple and pull out the big moves when you need them. You know, you so, cannot uh, show the entire magic show right off the bat. No, no, I, I mean, I know, I know, but a twinkle here and there, if you know what I mean. Again, I'm not much sure what else they can do other than punch a little more, add you know some juice, but you know we'll see. I'm I'm going with Kevin. Kevin's going to be the guy that's going to dethrone John Cena, and then he'll lose to him at Mania because you know that's just, <laughs> that's logic. And kill the, wins kill. And the main event of the evening: Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose on a ladder match, which makes no sense. I would have just told Rollins to suck my dick. Ah, uh, Rollins gets it back. Yeah, Rollins is butt fucking Ambrose on this one. Yeah, I think Rollins gets it. Yeah, with, without question. And that's the pay per view uh, going forward into well, money in the bank. Alex, I must ask you this one. Uh, sorry, uh, Alex. What did you think about Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens when he did that spot when he did that moonsault with the with the with the boost on on the rope, the flip? When he turned uh, I knew, himself, I knew he could do a moonsault because I had seen it on YouTube. But I didn't yeah? expect him to jump from the second rope, land on the top oh. rope with his feet, and then bounce off. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, and we talked about this, Dan, because that guy is 272 pounds. And Batman and, was pushing 300, and Vader was 450, so yeah, it it's not impossible. That. No, 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 no. Even Big Show can do it. I, yeah, I don't think yeah. Ray did, but... But, uh, I think, I think Cena and, Cena and, uh, Cena and Steen's match, Owens, I mean, it's going to be in the match of the night again. Or this, does someone disagree Owen with Owens Owens-Cena is going to be, again, the match of the night. Um, I don't think anything is going to come close because you're going to have two ladder matches. So it's, it's just not going to compare. But, again, that's the pay-per-view. We will see you all next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the Facebook page. Those of you that have subscribed, awesome. Those of you that haven't subscribed now already, you can catch us on iTunes and all the episodes will be uploaded as soon as I get them done. That'll do it all for this episode of Beyond the Map. All of us here, we will see you all next week. Good night, everyone.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.